With regards to what's been happening on social media, with regards to what's been happening uh, with the explosion of Andrew Tate, which I had to catch up our brother Alan Parr about Andrew Tate, uh, Fresh and Fit, uh, uh, Mr. Kevin Samuels, so many of the manosphere, red pill type of uh, voices that kind of preach similar congruent values to Christianity or traditional values, quote unquote. However, also have some views that I say are in contradiction with Christianity. And my question to, to these brothers is, has the church, the, the, the capital C global church, at least in the West, has the church not done a great job of engaging men so that they don't drift and enter uh, some of the more, you know, not the best communities online and I, I would say jordan peterson has definitely came down hard on the protestant circle um in terms of saying we have and not engaging men but i want to hear these guys perspective because they're both married they both have beautiful families um they're both um, incredible men of god and to kind of open up the conversation and also hear from the chat has the church failed men who wants to jump in first on this <laughs> <laughs> Alan Parr, talk to us. Has the church not done a great job of engaging oh, men, masculine men, men right. that like to strength train, men yeah. that like to go and, and hunt, men that like to go and not wear sissified clothes and listen to soft uh, music, soft jazz to and Jesus? No yes, man. and oh, you coming for my purse? Where my purse? At? Where my purse? I wear my purse with more but pride, baby. That's a merch. His manhood is not challenged. <laughs> so has the church has the church failed uh, men? Yeah, you know. Uh, well, first of all, you hit me with a loaded question right off the gate. But um, you know, I, I I will say I think that uh, to be fair, I think that it depends on. The church. Okay. I think that some churches probably have, uh, other churches maybe have struggled to some degree. Okay. Um, because I know that there's a lot of churches that have things that are going on with men. Now, I'll say this. I think it's important for churches to have more than just a yearly man, man's, man, men's, the men's conference. Right, yeah, man-to-man yeah. man conference yep. or whatever. Because yep. sometimes churches might think, oh, you know, we're pouring into men because we have an annual men's conference. Mm-hmm. But... I definitely think there could be more that could be done with mm-hmm. regards to men, you know, having intentional conversations mm-hmm. around sexuality, mm-hmm. purity, uh, looking at inappropriate websites, uh, how to be what's true biblical manhood, mm-hmm. how to be a loving husband, mm-hmm. a dedicated father yep. in the home. And I'm sure we're going to touch on some like of that. this, some of this today. Yeah, yeah. I yep. definitely think there's room for improvement. Okay, Mister Mister John McRae, Mister, what do you mean? Yeah. Has the church failed engaging masculine men many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out my solution is plush care plush care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey they can prescribe fda approved weight loss medications like wagovi and zep pound for those who qualify plus they accept most insurance plans to get started, visit plushcare.com slash weightloss. That's plushcare.com slash weightloss. Yeah, I mean, when I think about it, it seems to me like, for, for, to be straight from the gate, like um, I didn't grow up in a church going home or home like that. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, so um, I missed that kind of era. But it seems to me that there's like this void for all men to some degree as well, too, mm. which the church could step in and help out because – um, where are men supposed to go to kind of learn values when it comes to women and stuff like that if they're not learning it in their household? Mm-hmm. 
then outside of that, like, where are they supposed to learn? If they get it from culture and from the world and mm -hmm. all this, then you just realize that, like, what makes you a man is how many women you can hook up with mm. or whatever, you know? So it's like a different kind of morale that's kind of creeped in. And so it's like if the church doesn't address this from a biblical perspective, that actually makes sense mm. in a way that they can understand, in a way that they could see themselves living a life like this. They can understand why it's good to wait for marriage, why it's good to only have one woman, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then I think that it would be a lot more appealing. But um, a lot of times if the church is just giving people a list of do's and don'ts, mm -hmm. I don't think that that's helpful for everyone. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Because some people be like, I understand the Bible says I shouldn't do this, but if I don't understand why, then... I mean, should I, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it, it's easier to not like hold on. But if you have both, you have the biblical reasons for why you should wait till marriage. And mm -hmm. you also have the science. I did a video on that too, the science of why you should wait for marriage mm -hmm. and all these different things. Then together, I think that it helps to make it more grounded for people. Yeah, that's good. Let me, let me jump in Go one ahead. last thing too. You, you touched on something about waiting until marriage and things like that. I think that if the church has done a good job with yeah, men, can you turn up, John, please? I think that... Um, if the church has done a good job with men, I think it's probably more r related to married men. Yeah. But there's a whole there's a whole subculture out there of single men that I do not think the church has done a great job dealing with single men because I think most of the people in leadership are married and they don't relate to yeah. guys that mm. are single because they've been married for so long and, and everything in church is all about marriage. A lot of my single people online, they're always talking about, well, how come when I go to church, every illustration, every story, every joke, everything from the pastor is all about married people. Yeah. And 50% of the church is probably single and there's probably not enough of a focus on, okay, how do you date? Yeah. How do you court? Mm -hmm. How do you stay pure as a single guy? How do you intentionally pursue a woman yeah. and not lead her on? All those are things that church... And better. it's like, what are the limits, right? Like for Christian dating, you know what I mean? Is kissing too much or is holding hands too much or, you know what I mean? And so they don't really have any guidance there. Because exactly. I would think if I went back now um, as the believer I am today and I went back to dating as if, you know, when I'm like, I don't know, 16, 18, something like that, like I would be confused too. I'd be like, how do I know, you know what I mean, what the boundaries are? Like where's the guidance here? Where mm. do I even meet women if it's not church, is it okay to meet women outside of the church? You mm. know, so there's a lot of like these kind of questions that I think go unanswered and unaddressed inside of the church. Yeah. So I I think you guys are, are, are spot on, and I and I have so many questions that I want to unpack so many different things. But I think foundationally, we have to we have to acknowledge that men and women are different, right? Men and women are different, and a lot of folks want to play the you're just a blank slate. You're 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 you can be molded into whatever you want to be molded into. And I was talking we were talking about at lunch when we were hanging out how. A healthy man's testosterone, a healthy man's testosterone is in the range of six to 800. And a higher end testosterone of a woman is 60 to 70, right? So that means a healthy man has 10x the testosterone of a healthy woman, okay? Now, there are some women outliers and there's some men outliers. There's women who with testosterone up into the hundreds. There's men testosterone up into the thousands. But generally speaking, we are way different. We're driven different. We're wired different. Men uh, tend to be more visual. We tend to be more competitive. We tend to, you know, we're just different. Mm -hmm. it, it is what it is. In, and sometimes I think the church doesn't even acknowledge that. So I'm seeing the chat and people are like, we need to redefine what a man is. <laughs> Do we? Do we? Because I think, I think society 
has 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 played into some of those negative aspects of what a man is. Who's gonna do the documentary? What is a man? Right. What is a man? <laughs> Come on. Right. But this notion of like we need to redefine what a man is and make him this like soft, uh, effeminate, uh, long hair hippie Jesus with Birkenstock that you know listens to like. K love and soft rock love songs to G like we need to redefine like no we don't right men like to do things together we we do things shoulder by shoulder right you you tend to make friends with colleagues women like to sit and talk face to face we do things shoulder by shoulder we do activities right men are 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 naturally going to be more competitive in many ways men are driven visually all of these different things I think make us distinct and they're beautiful. They're good. They're not bad. Stop telling young boys that they're toxic masculinity. And that doesn't mean be a misogynist. Right. Mm -hmm. But that does mean that we're just different. Right. Mm -hmm. And so to both of you guys' points, I think a lot of times we won't even acknowledge that men and women are different, that we're driven by different things, that we, we, we need to be engaged different because we've consistently tried and try. In my opinion, this is my opinion, you guys can push back, but I feel like society has also tried to make men more and more feminine. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah, no so doubt. instead of saying, like, hey, you got trauma, deal with your trauma. No, tell us how that makes you feel. You should be, you should be, you should cry more. It's like, Look, I cry once or twice a year. That's more than enough, right? Right, <laughs> you yeah. know. Like that's about that's about same for me, <laughs> right? Like so, so, so. What do you guys think about that? Like, do, do you think we've kind of done men a dis disservice by not even just acknowledging the the, the foundational premise that yeah, you know, we're different and that's good. Well, I mean, I guess we'd have to kind of consider what differences are actually what qualifies as a man. You know what I mean? Okay. Because you can have men mm -hmm. that might be more sensitive. You know what I mean? And that's yes. okay. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. But but it's like we're not trying to like um um over feminize men or nothing sure. like that. But some of the stuff is kind of social kind of preference. Okay. You know what I mean? Um so I I guess to me the question would be what actually is a man and what kind of things don't, you know what I mean, aren't necessarily, it might be in our society, they mm -hmm. might consider it masculine, you mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But it might not be masculine in other societies. Because sure. other societies, I mean, their idea of a man and the idea of men in America mm -hmm. is different in some cases, right? Like sure. even if you go back to like a warrior, say, mm -hmm. you know, a thousand years ago, mm -hmm. he's going to be have a lot different understanding of what it means to be a man. So mm -hmm. I think that's kind of the question that I think is interesting mm -hmm. is what exactly do we consider masculine today rather than feminine? I, I, and is it okay for some things to change? Can we can we tie manhood to testosterone? Yeah. So then can we say that yeah. folks with higher levels of testosterone and then let's attach what, what comes yeah. along with testosterone? Yeah. Right? Yeah. Higher sex drive. Yeah. Right? I don't know if we yeah. can do yeah. that, though. Can we? Okay. Because, Tell me why. I mean, because then we're getting into the idea of what if somebody, a woman, oh, right. mm -hmm. she has a high sex drive and high testosterone mm -hmm. and she identifies as a man. Is that a man? Because she... Fits the category of, yeah, you know, that's a good question. Because I think that was the whole thing that Matt Walsh was trying yeah, yeah, yeah. to kind of bring out in yes. what is a woman is yes. like, okay, what really makes a man is mm -hmm. what's between his legs. I mean, his DNA, like uh -huh. at the end of the day, mm -hmm. that's now if we want to talk about like how should a man conduct himself or mm -hmm. how should a man, you know, care for his family mm -hmm. and, mm -hmm. and what exactly, well, hold, hold on, maybe rephrase it. Is there a difference between a male and a man? That's sure. probably, that's probably yeah. the conversation. Yeah. Yes. A male yes. is just, DNA, I was born with yes. this. Yeah. But what is a true man? And yeah. then what is a true man of God? Come on. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, Come on. What does that look like? Yeah. Okay. That's I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna throw a definition off you guys. Um, a true man of God is someone that is the provider, the protector, and the priest of their home. And by provider, I don't mean just financial provision. Mm -hmm. I mean 
spending time with your kids, doing devotionals, right? Uh, providing a, a safe environment for them, right? Providing an environment where they can flourish and they could pro- uh, thrive. A priest, someone that is the head, someone that is going to lead, someone that is going to pray over the, 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 the shepherd, if you will, right? Um, and the protector, someone that's physically capable of protecting if something were to go down. You know, yeah, you yeah, got some, you, you're in Texas. You're in Texas. Y'all be out there with the concealing carrot. Well, they don't even. They don't even you know, so everybody assumes that. I have like I'm, I'm like packing just because I'm from Texas. So <laughs> like, nah, I'll even yeah, know, but I'll I mean, even. so tell me, is that well, is that yeah, a bad definition? Well, I, the thing I don't like about that is just because you're gonna have some dudes that are actually just physically smaller. You know what I mean? And so it's not like these dudes aren't men. I, for in my mind too, like this is why this is a complex conversation because mm-hmm. we can talk about like the psychology of a man mm-hmm. next to the anatomy of a man. Mm-hmm. Next, you know what I mean? So we have these different kind of uh, sections. Spirituality but, of a man. Yeah, and the spirituality of a man. Okay. You know what I mean? And so I'd say kind of like the mindset of a man in, I mean, as it seems to me, you know what I mean, is a man is, does have that. It follows those kind of man instincts, you yes. know what I mean? To yes. be able to protect your for your family yes. and provide and stuff like yes. that, you know? Yeah, that is, if you're a small guy, get a gun. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. like, like, go, go take some Brazilian jiu-jitsu classes. I don't yeah. know, you know, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like, but, but I think you should be capable. Yeah, yeah, I think you should be capable of protecting your your home. I'd be curious to hear what women in the chat think. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, it, it because yeah, as society kind of develops too, like because humans don't have to like fight as much as they had to and stuff. As society's got more civilized, mm-hmm. it could be a woman could see a man that's intelligent, and you know what I mean, and think mm-hmm. that that's. That's a man because mm-hmm. he's intelligent and still able to lead in that different way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I'd be kind of curious to hear what, what women think. Yeah. What do you think, chat. Alan? Provider, protector, priest. Good definition for a man of God? Yeah. I mean, I think uh, the, I think that's a start. I think that those are some good things that um, – but, uh, you know, I, I, for me, it, this is a, a loaded um, – it's a loaded definition because I could be the provider for my home. Mm-hmm. I could be the priest of my home. I could be the protector of my home. But I could also be – cheating on my wife. Mm-hmm. So then now I'm, now I'm a man of God. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I don't have character, but I'm providing financially. I'm spending time with my kids. I'm doing devotions. I'm protecting them from all hurt, harm, and danger. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm the priest. I'm going to God, praying on their behalf mm-hmm. and doing all those things. But like my character is shot. So to me, we got to expand it. Sure, sure. Uh, can we know, put can we put character in the priest category? Priests shouldn't be out here going and, and, and cheating <laughs> on their wives. I you want to put it in there like that. Yeah, I mean, so I just think, uh, yeah, I mean, I just think it's a it's a, it's a tough conversation, but I think the, the point is that is the church, capital C, or the local church, is doing enough to help train our men? Because statistics show that mm-hmm. as the men go, the society goes, right? I mean, mm-hmm. if the men are not in the home, particularly in the African-American community, mm-hmm. I mean, if you can get rid of the man in the home, then we know that that is just, you know, there's going to be more single-parent homes, there's going to be more issues, more people going to prison, Mm -hmm. more unwanted pregnancies, more issues with low self-esteem and all of that. So I definitely would love to see, you know, churches focus more on um, how do you, how do you, and I'll say this, how do you become a man? Because for many of us, depending upon how you grew up, you Mm. never saw a model. Mm. You never saw a model. I mean, I have a phenomenal dad, but he wasn't in the home because my parents were divorced. Mm. And so I never saw an example of how do you love your wife when my parents were divorced? How do you be a present dad in the home when my dad wasn't in the home, you know, after six years old? So a lot of guys, they just don't even know how to be a man, let alone a man of God, particularly in African-American community. What is it, 70% of households, I think, are growing up with single-parent homes? It's crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. And to that point, though, that's a good point, because what's interesting is that when 
because my I had a had a similar situation. My dad was gone when I was like 15. But prior to that, him and my mom had kind of like a kind of toxic relationship a little bit. And so like my dad would typically talk down to my mom. And I thought that was part of being a man. Mm. You know what I mean? So, yeah. So once I got married and stuff like this, I thought that's how you become a man in the household. You know what I mean? By asserting yourself over your woman. Wow. And so that's why it's kind of hard because I'm like, without that guidance, you just kind of look to what you see. You know what I mean? From society or friends or hip hop or whatever. You know what I mean? And that's what you're going to kind of cling to. Yeah. And and, and as, as men, probably more is caught than taught. (laughs) You yeah. <laughs> took the words out of my mouth. I was just going to yeah. say yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. So someone just commented. They said, this is, this, is, this is some good pushback for us, guys. I'll read the comment. And this is challenging. It said, um, he said, it shouldn't be this complicated to define what a man of God is. This is why the red pill is successful. The definition isn't so broad on what a man is. So he's saying, even in this conversation, oh, yeah. you know, it's we're 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 not we're defining stuff, and he's saying this is why, and this is why I wanted to have this conversation. Oh. This is why the Fresh and Fits are booming. This is why the Andrew Tates have a foothold. This is why Kevin Samuels was so explosive because sometimes we we may even struggle to define these these terms. What do you guys think? Is he is he onto something? Well, I mean, yeah, if the conversation isn't really had, you know what I mean? Because I haven't heard a conversation on this from the church, um, particularly that I can think of. Mm-hmm. And so if that's the case, then yeah, you are going to be hitting this. So in that yeah. sense, it, I mean, it's a fair point. And that's why I think the conversation is needed. Yes. Yeah. I, for me, I just don't know. I mean, I, I hear his perspective, but I, I, I don't think, I don't think we can define, I think we can define a male. Yeah. So that was yeah. a woman that left oh, that comment. Okay. My apology. Yeah, Proverbs yeah. 31 University. I'm oh, okay. sorry. That's a big. Uh, she said, I'm a woman. For me. She said, I'm a woman. <laughs> a woman. I'm glad you know woman? what you are, sis. <laughs> yes. Praise God. My apologies. Yes. My bad. <laughs> so we probably should have known that based on yes. Proverbs 31 I University. Shall. I shall. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I don't know too many guys who have a handle on That's called Proverbs 31. But no, I just think that it's it's tough for for the people to expect the church to define what exactly is a man because no matter how many categories you add Mm -hmm. or characteristics you add you're Mm -hmm. always going to you're always going to come up short because there's always something else that probably a godly man could be doing shouldn't be doing Mm -hmm. should not be doing this that and the other so um hey i'll I'll go ahead and throw one out there okay a godly man is a man who who yields to the the holy spirit Mm. in every facet of life okay because then that that's just a broad encompassing yes yeah Yields to the Holy yeah. Spirit, and if we look at what the fruit of the Spirit is, yeah. love, yeah. patience, kindness. It covers it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, a godly man is someone that can delay gratification. Yeah. They're self-controlled. They're self-controlled. That's what I was thinking, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah self-controlled. And, and, and so Jordan Peterson had an interesting take. I'm, I'm, I'm sure you're familiar with this. He said, when we look at meek, it's, we, we see it as this low version of meek, this soft, gentle version of meek. He said, but meek in, in, in the context of Jesus, he, he was saying it was someone that is uh, capable and powerful, but is submitting and restraining his ability yeah. to be capable and powerful. Right, like so it's that. not just someone that's soft and gentle, that it's someone that's actually very capable and can get violent and, and, and things can go left. But they but they can restrain their sword, mm-hmm. right? What do you guys think about that? Yeah, no, I've I've thought about that too because I think it's um, I think that's the thing. It's like a, a man to me, it's not manly if a dude can't control his emotions, Come just on. lashing out all yeah. the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, even in, it fits a rage or violence. Yeah. Like you're cornball yeah. to me if like everything escalates. Yeah, to you escalates, needing to yeah, get that's more strength to hold. Yeah, up. that's yeah. not manly. Come on, yeah. yeah, and it's like if you're really secure, if you know who you are in the Lord, you know what I mean, and know who you are, then it makes it easier for you to just be 
to know that you have this capacity, because I think about like even Jesus in this too. I don't think Jesus was just going off, you know what I mean? Flipping off the handle all the time or mm-hmm. something like that. It's not that you, there are times when you need to demonstrate anger, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But these are times that you consider it's not the emotions that drive you. Yes. You know what I mean? It's that you actually think about this and you think it's the best thing for this situation yeah. and it's the appropriate response to this situation. Mm-hmm. And so being able to have the ability and suffer the self-control, I think is a big thing. Yeah. yeah. I saw a quick question a couple back. Shanna, Shanna uh-huh. or something said something about, can a woman teach a man how to be a man or something like that? I don't that's think so. Yeah. I don't think so. I, th- I think a woman <laughs> can pull, uh, um, can, can pull things out of a man by, by saying, I believe in you. Right. I think you're, I think we can do this. Right. And I think having my fa- my wife having faith in me is right. Yeah. There's nothing like it. So I think a woman can do that, but I don't think a a, 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 a woman can teach a, a man. I think yeah, what I she's so. probably referring to is like, say, a single mom mm-hmm. raising a kid. You know what I mean? Yes. Can she teach the kid how to be a man? You know? Right. I think boys need men, bro. Yeah, anything short of that men. kind of biblical idea of the man yeah. and the woman raising the kids, you know That's what I mean, whole... really does kind of fall short of of um, God's you know, design, I think. So anything other than that falls short. Yeah, yeah. that's a tough thing because that's a whole other conversation so. because to all the women out there who are in a single-parent home, 70% of African-American women, they're thinking, well, then what do I do? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What do I do? I've got two boys I'm raising by myself. Yeah. I don't want to just marry anybody and, like, they don't have a father figure. So mm. are, are my kids just doomed to not be true men of God mm. because I don't have anybody that can teach them. I'm doing my best I can as a single woman to try to teach them how to be a man, but— you know, how can I, how can they be, how can I give them something that I'm not? Yeah. I think this is where the local church steps up. Yeah. And my my father wasn't in my life. Um, and we're good now by, by the grace of God. But you know, when I was growing up, I didn't have any male role models and it was literally because of my church, because of the men that were 10, 15, 20 years older than me, um, that, that came from very diverse backgrounds, had various socioeconomic standpoint to the, you know, millionaire business owner, to the guy, the blue collar guy, uh, and and these men demonstrated these things for me and showed me and taught me how to be a man and uh, and it was it was invaluable you know and I would not have gotten that I would not be the man I am today if it wasn't for my local church yeah and I'll second that because same with me like growing up yes I had a dad but I didn't know what it was like to be a husband I didn't know what that mm-hmm. meant yep because my parents both of them well. Not to get all their business, but, but my mom's been married twice. My dad's been married three times. So mm-hmm. I, between two of them, that's five divorces. So I didn't mm-hmm. really know what it was like to be a husband. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And thankfully, because I was able to connect with some godly men who had good families, who were men of God, I was able to see, okay, wow, this is what it means to like love your wife and mm-hmm. treat her right mm-hmm. and be patient with her and this, you know, those types of things. Yeah. Yeah, here's 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 a I'm gonna throw a grenade in the conversation. Oh, here's you guys ready for this? All right, all right. Um, can men be transparent about what they desire in a godly woman? What do you mean? Yeah, break that down again. I'm about to throw a monkey wrench in the equation. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> Bank of America, uh, I think I think it was Bank of America, just came out with a study that said 45 percent of working women will be uh, uh, will be single, never married, by the year 2030. Oh, 40, I... 45% of working women will be single by the year 2030, meaning that almost half of all working women are going to be single. They did a study and they found out that 56% of women who do work and have kids 18 and under, 56%, the majority of women who do work who have kids 18 and under, 
would have preferred to stay home and raise their kids had they been given the option. Oh, I believe that. Right? Uh, and that's kids 18 and under. Yeah. Imagine kids 5 and under, right. 10 and under. Right. Right? So what's being projected in society is a uh, woman be independent of a man. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Go build your own, be a boss, babe. Mm-hmm. Build your own thing. And get the income, get the masters, get the masters, masters, get the doctorate, get this degree, get that degree. And if I'm a masculine Christian man who believes I'm called to be the priest, provider, and protector of my home, that's not necessarily what I want out of a woman. Right. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, well, is that is that is that because because now she's becoming what men are supposed to be. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, I'm, so I'm, this, I'm poking. Yeah, well, I'm poking. No, well, it's, <laughs> I'm poking. It's, it's, it's tough because okay. Because <laughs> it's, it's great that women can thrive in the marketplace, right? right? right and and right. That, their only sustenance would have been to just be married. Right. But the flip side of that is they're consistently told that be just like a man. Right. And masculine men don't want a woman that's just like a man. I'm not if, – if a guy is single, he's not impressed with her income. Right. He's uh-huh. not impressed with how many degrees she has. True. Yeah, he's yeah. not impressed how strong of a leader she is. Okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll say this real quick. Sorry for poking, ladies. Nah, you're good. Sorry you're for good. poking. I'm gonna get canceled. But like, okay. So, quick illustration. <laughs> Two weeks ago, my son's playing soccer, and I'm his coach, and we were horrible. We lost 14 to two, right? <laughs> so there was this other Bad dude coach. on this team, and he scored like eight or nine goals. Mm-hmm. And I found myself getting upset. I'm like, man, they take this kid out the game. He's killing us, you know. Like, and my point is that I wanted him to back off mm-hmm. of how good he was so that my team could thrive, right? <laughs> because I'm like, you already scored nine goals, dude. You're clearly better than everybody. My point is, with women, with a lot of women, my question is, are we asking them to back off of being great and being awesome so fair question. in their careers, in their education, in their buying a house, mm-hmm. getting a car and all that, mm-hmm. simply because not enough men are stepping up mm-hmm. or whatever, like... Mm-hmm. Is it wrong for a woman to want to do all of these different things, even though a lot of men aren't doing that? And then, I mean, that's a whole other conversation because it's like, particularly in the black community, it's like, okay, there's a lot of women that want to be married badly. Mm. But do they just kind of just sit around and wait until a man comes and finds them? Mm-hmm. Because they want to be a single, I mean, they want to be a stay-at-home mom, or do they go get that next job, get the yeah. next career, go yeah. get that car? That's a great question, yeah. and so and so, guys, I'm 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 also poking because I'm 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 giving you guys the narrative from the red pill community, yeah. so you guys are gay. So like, okay. I'm I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying, yeah. But but here's the flip side of this: is what role does third and fourth wave feminism play into the the Christian woman's psyche? What role does birth control be a bad ba- be a bad babe be independent? Yeah. Right, like. That uh, that plays a role into that, right? So, no, I'm not saying women just need to, like, not have a career and be, right? right? Like, my wife is educated. My wife works from home. My wife raises our kids, right? She's, she's incredible. She, she, she helps with the business, right? Um, what, I, what I'm saying is there's, there's, that, there's that tension of mm-hmm. who are you naturally wired to be, right? How many women do we know? And again, I'm not poking. Shout out to all the lawyers and the doctors in the chat. I love, I love y'all. You guys are incredible. How many? No, I'm not going to invite a woman. I, I don't need to invite a woman to speak on what I want to speak about. Stop with the. We're not going to do that, yeah. okay? Um, if you're going to go get this degree and do this thing, and then turn 30, want to have a family, and then want to stay home, yeah. how much of that makes sense, right? Like if you're going to go and rack up 150,000, 250,000, 350,000 dollars in debt, I'm, right? 
because you're conditioned to like go out, get it, do it, do it, do it, get it, do it, right? And then you 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 you, you get married, and then you want to have you want to be a wife. No, I, th- I think it makes total sense perfectly. I, okay. I'm, I'm going to push back. I think it makes total sense because. There is no guarantee that a woman who wants to get married is ever going to get married. That's a sad reality, right? Mm-hmm. So if if women just sit around and say, okay, I'm not going to get that job. I'm not going to try to do this. I'm not going to try to do that because maybe just one day I might get scooped up by a guy and yeah. I want to be positioned. I think the bigger thing that we need to be teaching our women, which mm-hmm. is a whole other conversation versus what we're teaching our men, is – what are your most important priorities Come on. as a woman? Come on. And are you willing to do the Genesis 22 where it's like, I'm willing to sacrifice my son? Like Abraham sacrificed his son Isaac. Are you willing, if you racked up 10 degrees and you're like a VP in your in your company and mm-hmm. you happen to get married and have three kids, are you willing to, like my wife did, she had a mm-hmm. phenomenal job mm-hmm. at Toyota, mm-hmm. like great job making bank. Yes, She gave that up a year and a half ago to come home and help with our kids and help with the ministry. Are you willing to give that up? Yeah. Even though it might have taken you a long time to get there. Well, I think that's the crux of the issue. And guys, I want to hear from the chat while Zach tries to adjust Alan's camera real quick. From the chat, how much of this is con- quote unquote conditioning? How much of this is also uh, um, your natural predisposition? I would agree with you, Alan, that there are women that are naturally entrepreneurial, that are naturally creative, that uh, can be great leaders. Right. The question is, are those the outliers or, are, or or is that how women are, especially when they have little kids? Right. But the real crux of the issue is that you're saying, are you willing to suppress and lay down the thing? Right. For a season. Meaning meaning this. Reorganized as a, priorities. Yeah. Reorganized priorities. Mm-hmm. Right. Meaning this as a as a, a husband, I'm called to lay down my life the way Christ laid down his life for the church, mm-hmm. right? So there are aspects of my career that I've had to suppress and lay down for oh, yeah. my wife, for right. my family. Right. I don't travel as much. Right. I don't, I, don't, I don't do any shows, right? So I've had to die to parts of my life for the sake of what's actually optimal for my family. Yeah. Right. And, and, and I don't think that's an unreasonable expectation. So you nailed it. You nailed it. You said there's nothing wrong with these things. But when it's time to have, have babies— Who's who, who's staying home? Right. You know what right, I mean? Like right, unless right. Yeah. there's again, unless there's an outlier of a situation, what makes the most sense? Right? right. What makes the most sense? And it's not it's not to say that a woman is lesser than or not, that that's not the point. But no. if if my, my wife is naturally more wired to you know be a nurturer than I am, right? Right. That's 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 not a that's that's that's, that's not misogynistic to say. No, that is the no. reality, right? Right. So so I think you nailed it. I think you nailed it. But I'm but I'm open to pushback. Right. I'm open to pushback. Go ahead. Yeah. I was gonna because he's uh-huh. on camera, so okay, yeah, no, yeah, but I'll, I'll kick in after that. Yeah. Okay, no, give I us just, one second, Chad. How you guys doing? Am I poking too much? Woman was made for man. Period. If you want a family, you're gonna have to give up something as a woman. Proverbs 31 University. That's a lady talking. Yeah, that's a lady talking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, what, what I'll say is, um, uh, when it comes to this conversation, I think the the reason why I think society and stuff is still pushing women to be in, you know, get their degrees and be Mm self-sufficient is because they've seen 
from their parents and the generations prior yes. that these men have been failing them and yes. they can't rely on a man. Yes. So that's the message that they're getting is that yes. you can't rely on a man, so you've got to be self-sufficient. Yes. And they keep – you see a lot of stuff saying that's what men want. I, I don't I don't know how much that's true that men wants that. But, but anyways, that aside, so, um, so with that, I think it really does come down to that kind of self-sacrificial – nature for the sake of the relationship because your relationship is greater than just you as an individual okay. you know what i mean and so like we talk about like men um be willing to lay down your lives for your wife yep that's that's sacrificial yes. and so a woman is going to have to sacrifice for a relationship as well yes and so both people should be mutually sa- um, self-sacrificing yes. for the sake of the relationship yes and i think that's where you get a good foundation so then the question just becomes in what ways are you sacrificing for your marriage mm-hmm. you know what i mean the things that you want you mm-hmm. know what i mean individually or whatever the things important to you we sacrifice a lot of those things for our family just like you said i mean i sacrifice things as well my yes. wife is and I got the best wife in the universe. I mean, she sacrificed a lot. She has a degree and stuff, you know yeah. what I mean? But yes. she likes to, um, you know, she the, what she likes to do is stay with the kids to help raise our kids to become good men of God, too. And yes. so that's important as well. Not to say I'm not there, you know what I sure. mean, of course, but that's important to me, you know what I mean, for those years for, for um, my kids to be able to have good guidance and support as well. Yes. I think the, I think the thing that becomes very difficult for a lot of women, and I can't speak, but I'll just say I think that, the issue, I think, is that, you know, the men, the sacrifice that the men are claiming to make, they're still able to be like, you know, I'm st- I'm sacrificing, but I'm still doing what I love to do yeah. or what I feel called to do. A yeah. lot of women who sacrifice, they're like, yeah, I'm sacrificing to come home and stay home with the kids and have like throw up all on my shirt yeah, and like, yeah. you know, have ki- chasing kids running around the house and yeah. stuff like that. So. For a lot of women who are career oriented, you know, for them, it feels like the sacrifice is like, hey, you know what, you're you're claiming to be sacrificial, but you're still able to do everything that that you want to be able to do. Whereas I sacrifice, I had to give up my whole career. I got three degrees in order to do this. And Mm -hmm. now I'm not using it. I had to give that up. So I think that's where a lot of women struggle. Yeah. So, so does the sacrifice have to be... Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Equal. No. Oh, but no, no, I don't. I mean, should it be? Yeah. I mean, I think. Why why should it be equal? It depends on what you mean by equal. But if you mean equally willing to be able to sacrifice things that might be individually important to you, but not beneficial for the relationship, I'd say yes. Okay. I think, I mean, that's how it should be. You know what I mean? Not saying a relationship can't function without it, but that's how it should be. Okay. So, so again, what's, what is optimal? Yeah. For who to stay home? Uh, yeah, I mean, if we're going with the, if, if, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't I mean, come on, like, like, stop, stop, yeah, stop, yeah. stop. Yeah. guys, <laughs> hold on, no, 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 we're not going to do this, women are in the chat, let's be PC, no. bro, no, no, bro, no, no. I bro, you. No. I am not raising babies, <laughs> cut it out, no. we're not raising if babies, I to, now, I would, are there, are there, are there, are there men who are differently wired than us yeah. that maybe are more nurturing and softer and maybe yeah. their tea is a little low, right? That, <laughs> that, 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 that maybe can do that. Yeah. Respect that. Yeah. But 
Guys, those are the outliers. Oh, those yes. are the outliers. Yes. Okay, so oh, all yeah. I'm saying oh, yeah. is, no doubt. and this is why I speak to men. Men, build your life in a way, build your skill set, build your mentality, build your network in a way that you can meet a woman and give her the opportunity and afford her the opportunity to stay home. Yeah. If that's if she's comfortable with if that. She wants that. And yeah. 56% of women, this is not a Christian study. This is not a this is 56% of women who have children 18 and under would have preferred to stay home had they been given the opportunity. That would be a good yeah. poll. That would be a good yeah. poll. How yeah, many women would, would prefer poll. to be a stay-at-home mom? Yeah. <laughs> ladies, 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 let's let's be honest. Yeah, 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 let's be honest right now. Yeah. Yes. If you had the opportunity to stay home, would you have taken that opportunity? Yeah, uh, let's hear from the ladies. Put 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 stay home hashtag stay home hashtag or something like stay that. home yeah, please yeah. in the chat and stay let's home. see what you guys say. Women are more naturally nurturing than men are. I mean, that's just that's just how it is. You Thank know what you. I mean? But overall, yeah. you know what I mean. Again, yes. we're always talking about because it, generalities yeah. exist for a reason. Exactly. Yeah. So yes, there's yeah. outliers, but generalities say, exist for a reason. Yeah. Yes. And so, <laughs> like, I think that that's a beautiful thing. I and this is where I think that men and women. It's it's good. The differences are very complementary as mm-hmm. well. So I think like going against that, I, I don't think does anybody favors. Okay. And especially, I mean, I thought about this, like when it comes to this idea of like um, the women and both, by the way, in the Bible, you submit to your wives yes. and, and you and men submit to the women. But I thought about when it comes to this, like um, picture like in the army or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody is. Um, is the head, um, the head dude? What's the head dude's name in the army? The general, yeah, general, Senate. something like that, right? <laughs> right. How how do you make decisions at that point? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you have these confusing things, it's like then you don't have this structure. And structures exist for a reason, mm-hmm. just like any company has a structure. Yes, you know, to be able to help things. So these hierarchies and structures really do help yes. to stabilize something. So there's yes. a function to it. It's not just some like misogynistic, you know, type mm-hmm. stance or something like that. Right. I think that yeah, the function and then. You, you know, you agree with your wife and stuff and talk it out. You know yeah. what I mean? So you respect her. So there's no way. Yeah. So nobody misunderstand. You should never disrespect your wife. You 100%. know what I mean? You love her. You care for her. You'd be willing to give your life for her. Yeah. If anything, I'd say that that's, that's a tough thing to do is to love your wife the way Christ loved the church. Amen. That's a tough job. That is a tough job. You know what job. I mean? Because think about that. That's tough. Because, yeah, I was thinking even <laughs> when Jesus, the church, spitting in his face, crucifying him, he still laid down his life for the church, mm-hmm. you know, so. His comments yep. are funny. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, what's, what, what do you guys? Do you guys think the chat says? Uh, oh, it's almost looks like it's almost about 50-50. 50, like you, you guys said. think it's fifty? Yeah, when I'm looking at them, you know, a lot of people are yes, stay home, stay home. Zach, can you put up a poll home. real quick, Zach? Yeah, Zach's gonna okay. pull up a poll. That, yeah, yeah. 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 that would help yeah. us so out. Do we have one clean? one paper, one person was like, I love my toddler, but when he went to when he went to. Uh, Kindergarten, I was I was real happy. With something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I, I can relate to that. I'm yeah, cool. I understand that. Um, uh, Miss not just in a monetary sense, even though a woman can make more, doesn't mean the man isn't the provider. There's more. I said that. I said that beginning yeah, yeah, of the show. Yeah, said yeah said I said that. that. I said. I mean, I do. I do the devotional time with my kids every night. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm yes. Provider doesn't mean just monetary. 100. percent You're not going to get any pushback from me on that. Yeah. Uh, but I again, I, I came into this with the presupposition that men and women are different. You know, men and women are different. And if we're not going to acknowledge that men and women are different, I think it could be difficult yeah. to then say, well, what are healthy parameters to operate in? And a lot of times, from one, from a spiritual standpoint, I would say you're going to attract what you are from a spiritual standpoint, meaning if well, your maturity is going to attract what you are. But oftentimes you also are going to attract someone that's the opposite in that they're a compliment, complementary. Yeah. We're all complementarians here, right? Mm-hmm. That's, that is the, they're, they're complimenting who you are. So from one standpoint, yes, spiritually, but from another standpoint, are you working on attracting the type of person that would be attracted to you? Ooh. 
right? Yeah. So that's a that's a different that's a different approach. <laughs> if you if it, ladies, if you want a guy that's going to be the sole provider, if you want a guy that's going to make sure you're taken care of, if you want a guy that is going to lead and financially that's going to be the priest, are you becoming the type of woman that would attract that type of guy? Yeah, that's a or do you have really high expectations, and then there's no reason to 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 you know what I mean? Like, because again, what is going to attract a man and what is going to attract a woman aren't necessarily the same thing. Yeah. Right. Right. And I think that for women who are highly successful, have a lot of money, a lot of degrees, you got this great paying job. Mm -hmm. I think for you all, it's you're going to have to go out of your way to make sure that you are not doing anything extra that's going to cause a man to feel intimidated, right? Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of men that will immediately think, "Oh wow, she's got a she's a lawyer." That means I know she makes six figures. She owns her own home. She drives a Tesla. Mm -hmm. She's out of my league, right? Mm -hmm. And and he might think that at first, but you know I think once he gets to know you, he needs to know. Okay, none of these things define my womanhood, mm. right? Yes, I have a lot of money. Yes, mm. I, but I still want to be a loving, supporting a wife to my husband. I still want to support his dreams. I still want to have children. I still want motherhood to be the, the top priority Amen. in my life. Amen. And I think those are the things that will make a man not be as intimidated. But when a man sees a woman and she's got that mentality of, well, I really don't need you. And when we get married, it's my money, mm. your money. And so because I'm making 150 and you're only bringing home 60, I get to make more of the decision. I get to go get that Gucci purse if mm -hmm. I want to. I get to be able to do this and that yep. because I've worked hard to have my money and you work hard. When guys see that, yep. that's what intimidates them. Yeah. And it's like, man, forget it. Yeah, it is, I mean, be honest, that's a headache. It is. Yeah. That's oh, a yeah. yeah so so, yeah. so if, if we're talking about that, right, uh, I don't know if you guys know this, but 60 to 70%, depending on what statistic you're looking at, of divorces are filed by women. One of the highest reasons why is when a woman will out-earn mm -hmm. her husband and, and and there's a there's that unbalanced there's that not equal uh, not balanced there anymore mm -hmm. right and it, and it can be difficult for which for what you just described you know oh, what yeah because I mean? a lot of men associate their manhood with how much money they make mm -hmm. you know and it's it's it takes a real strong man to make sixty thousand dollars and then be married to a woman who makes three hundred and sixty thousand dollars or oh, yeah. one hundred and sixty thousand yes. dollars because immediately he's thinking wow she's really the provider in the home not me. Yeah. Yep. And there's a lot of guys that really struggle with that. Yeah. What do you think, John? Yeah, no, I mean, echo what he said. I mean, I think that that is that's something that's tough. And it's weird because I'm trying not to project my own kind of stuff onto this conversation. Because I'm <laughs> I, I like I like women that are like women, girly women. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so like that's like more so because I like women who actually love the attributes of men. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. To me, that's attractive. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? And so I have my wife. Um, but that's but you know fit. that's that's not a preference thing. That's, <laughs> yeah, that's not biology. Saying. That's yeah. not a preference. Yeah. Thing. Again, yeah. we don't yeah. have to say it's my preference, bro. Yeah. That's most men. Like yeah. that, it, it seems that way, but I don't know <laughs> the statistics or anything like yeah. that. That's why I was hesitant to kind of yeah. push it out there. But um, that to me seems natural. Like if I follow my natural kind of male instincts, like mm -hmm. those are the things I'm attracted to. Yes. You know what I mean? Feminine so, women is what you're women, to. Yeah, because yeah. I don't really like like, and some men probably do like combative women. You know what I mean? Real combative and real kind of aggressive. Yeah. You know what I mean? But that's not attractive to me at all. Yes. You know, so. Yes. Um, yeah, it's not because I just want to control someone or something, but it's just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like you got two of the kind of same thing is, is it seems tough to make work. So. Yeah. So let's talk about the dating side, 
right? No. There's a lot of guys struggling right now. There's a lot of ladies struggling right now, right? So we day. already gave a couple tidbits. <laughs> what is some advice you'd have for someone that's like, hey, man, like, I, I, bro, I want to meet a girl, but, like, where are all the good women at? Like, how do I find somebody, right? Both of your guys' journeys has been very different, yeah. right? Like, you met your wife yeah, at the club, right? <laughs> no, not, not, not the club. <laughs> it's downtown, downtown, downtown in Nashville. Oh, yeah, you but, met your wife at Young Adults Ministry. Yeah, at the church. Yeah. Right? You weren't you weren't saved yet, or you were kind of Yeah, Christian? yeah, kind of. I, I didn't take my Christianity that, that serious seriously. That point. But you yeah. were already convinced that Jesus is Lord, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, I was, yeah. Uh, and you were... I was full-fledged in ministry. Faith, right. So I got married at 40. He got married at probably, like, how old were you when you got married? Um, oh, awesome. uh oh, number 30, uh, 30, oh, 30? Yeah, and I was okay. 23, so I, 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 I lucked out, you know. Yeah. Um, what is some advice generally around the dating and the, you know what I mean? The, oh. These sorts of things, man. <laughs> I don't have a lot to out there because I, I mean, it, it would be different now, <laughs> like, I mean, yeah, just to be straight up, like, if I was single now, like, that would be a weird kind of question, like, I mean, I would probably start. The church and stuff, you know what I mean? You have a much higher probability of meeting a real Christian out of church than you do mm-hmm. out of club or something. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, um, something like that. Um, but yeah, I don't. I don't know. Outside of that, I don't know where. I, it's something I haven't thought about because I've been. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I, I got a lot of advice about this because you know <laughs> you was 40 I, I was when you got for married. a long yeah, that's right. time, yep. and I mean, just because I've been married almost seven years doesn't mean I've forgotten what it's like to be single. So I'll say, you know, first off, guys, I would say um, try to be as clear on the direction that God has taken you in your life because if you want a woman to support what you're doing, it's important for her to know what you're doing, right? So it's important for her. When you meet a woman, it's when I met my wife, I was able to tell her, hey, I am a minister. Come on. I have a desire to be in full-time ministry one day. Come on. This is what I want to do. This is how I plan on getting there. Mm -hmm. This is my plan. That way, I'm giving her the opportunity to say, I think I want to get on board with this, or I don't. I don't want to be married to a minister, right? But too many men are so confused about what they're doing and what their purpose is that they just marry a woman, and then when they get married, they get frustrated maybe because that woman doesn't support what he's trying to do. But she didn't know what you were trying to do whenever she married you because it was because you didn't know what you were trying to do mm-hmm. when you got married. So I think being clear there. The second thing I'll say, I got a million pieces of advice, but I'll just leave it at this for now. We can circle back. But the second piece of advice would be like, be clear on your intentions with the woman mm-hmm. when you meet her. Because there's a lot of women, guys. And once again, I, I, I'm, I know that this is probably true for women of all colors and things like that. But looking into black community, there's a lot of women who have been hurt by men. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of women who have had their heart broken. They don't mm. trust. They've had bad relationships. And when they meet you, you're just another guy, mm. right? And so how are you going to distinguish yourself from those guys is setting an expectation saying, hey, I'm here because I want to get to know you. I want to court you to see if we're going to be you know, able to be married and things like that. Like really being intentional about the dating courtship process, that's going to set a woman at ease to know, okay, wow, he's not here just to play with my heart or use my body. He mm. actually has a plan. He's thought through why he wants to date me. Mm. And so that's clearly good. I can think my wife, last thing I'll say is my wife said that was the most, that was the biggest thing she appreciated when we were dating is, is how I courted her. I was intentional about the whole process. There's so many dudes too, like, don't know what they're doing with their life. They have no dreams, no vision for the mm. future and stuff like that. And that's all unattractive to a woman too. So right. it's like, if you're a man and like you have a plan, you know what you want, that I think is a, tra- I mean, 
women will tell you to. Yes. That's way more attractive than some guy that's like, I don't know, I'm living in my mom's basement trying to figure out my life. You know, yeah. I'm like, get your stuff together. Know where you are. Know who you are in Christ. Know where you're going with God and also with your future and stuff, what you want. And I think most guys are going to be fine in that kind of situation. You know what I mean? Because as long as you have that kind of integrity and you have a backbone, not that you're going to be mean or nothing like that. It's not about being a nice guy. You know what I mean? And just being like, but if you have a backbone and you know what you want, then I think you'll, you'll be fine with women for the most part. Where does you guys talked about career and that's important, right? Knowing what you want, having a vision. Where does financial literacy play in this equation? Financial what? <laughs> literacy. Oh, good yeah. question. Well, that, that's huge. I mean, I think I think men need to know how to best handle their finances because if there's one thing that I know that this can get really difficult because let's just say that the woman makes the one fifty mm-hmm. and the man makes fifty, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. But yet she's supposed to take the money that she's earned and combine it with to, with the guy's money mm-hmm. and now he wants to be the the leader of the home mm-hmm. but if he doesn't know how to manage money mm. she's going to be real real upset because you're in her mind you're mismanaging my money mm. you know you're mismanaging the 150 that I bring in and that can create a whole sort of you know and so if a man wants to be the leader of his home and wants to man, you know financially lead his home mm-hmm. He needs to make sure that he understands how to, like, invest, how to save, how to get out of debt. And those are all things that a man can do even if he makes less money than a woman. Mm-hmm. He can help and say, hey, you make 150 I make 50 Together we make 200000 This is our plan for how we're going to get out of debt, how we're going to give to our church, how we're mm-hmm. going to prioritize saving, mm-hmm. how we're going to do all these things. Mm-hmm. And then that way he's leading even if he's making less money. Mm-hmm. Is it unreasonable to encourage men to have some of those skill sets figured out? At the very least, know who you are, what you yeah. want out of life. At the yeah. very least, have a plan for your money and know how to manage money, clean up your debt, yeah. or start the process before you start randomly dating women and you're not even financially stable yourself. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think 100%. so. Okay. Because I think, too, it's like I think – and this, I don't know how everybody else handles money in their marriage and stuff – I think that it's good for you to put all of your money together because mm-hmm. once you put all your money same, together, same. then yep. you have to communicate through these tough things because money starts fleshing out where your differences really yeah, are, yeah. what's important to you, you know what I mean? And then so if you can communicate on money, everything else kind of follows from that, you know what I mean? And so that's just the pragmatic reason to put all your money together. But if you're going to be able to put all the money together and you're going to be the head of your household, you have to have some idea of how your money is going to be spent and stuff. doesn't mean your um, wife can't, uh, she's not like, you know, helping you with this or whatnot. Yeah. But I think being able to, she's entrusting you with all of your family's money. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Then I think you have to be on your, be on your, um, on your game for that. Yeah. And, yeah. And that, and that doesn't just to say like, like I don't do our, but our monthly budget, yeah, right, you know what right, I mean? Right, yeah, I yeah. just make sure there's always money yeah, in yeah, the yeah, monthly yeah, budget. Yeah. Right. Yeah. My wife handles the book cause she booking, booking yeah. stuff. Cause she's Same. more of a bookkeeper. Like yeah. she has that gift of administration. So I, I just want to be clear that, yeah, that, yeah. That, that it's not necessarily like, Hey, I got to pull open our bank account and make sure I hit bill pay on every yeah. single thing. No, yeah. it's just generally speaking, yeah. you should be aware of what's coming in and going yeah. out and, and, and be responsible for that. Yeah. 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 And I was going to say, I think it's even more important for men to have an understanding of how to handle finances, especially if they're hoping that their wife will one day stay home mm-hmm. because oh, yeah. then it's like, okay, you're making all the money. But then, if you're mismanaging it, the woman's feeling real insecure because not mm. only is she not mis- not only is she not managing it, she's not bringing any money into the house yes. to help offset your mismanagement of the money. Yeah. And that's where I mean, people they say what sex, finances, and in laws I think is like the yeah. main yeah. reason you got to work through those, those things. Get out, divorced. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You yep. know, yep. so like the financial piece, 
you got to get that thing solid. Hundred percent. Uh, yeah. Okay, uh, Alan, you got some time for a couple questions yeah. before you take off? Sure thing. Okay, yeah. guys, uh, we're gonna hit a couple questions for you guys now. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna get as many as we can, but Alan does have to go. So if you guys will prioritize super chats, but we're gonna try to get to as many as we can. Okay, and please ask a good question. Don't 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 <laughs> ask a goofy question. Zach, do we got the poll results from the last poll? We have. 214 votes, 77% yes. Oh. I was right! <laughs> 77%! <laughs> no, it's just because my crowd is, is is on the, the women want to stay at home. You know what I mean? The ladies want to stay at home over here. Nice. But we're going to build capable men. We're going to build capable yeah. men. We're going to build men that have scarce skill sets that are valuable, that are, that are, that are, that are, that are net positives to their communities that are, that are good to their networks that look out for each other that help each other elevate and promote we're going to build that here and uh and if ladies if that's not what you want then cool like i guess just be single and have a cat you know what i mean yeah, like yeah is if that you know like i don't know like 45 percent. like i don't that's yeah. a pretty scary number I'm, I'm poking i'm poking forgive me lady. okay uh questions 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 do we have questions good questions zach if you see a question let me know if you guys see a question we could throw it up on the screen um, I want to make sure we hit some of these questions, and I want to make sure you got you guys know my heart because there's a difference between um, someone being equal in their potential, their God-given potential, in the way they're wired. Uh, excuse me, not the way they're wired. Someone being equal in 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 their the imago day. Someone being equal in their worth, but being different and distinct in their role. Maybe their role for a season, right? Yeah. My guess is my wife will probably go back to teaching someday. You know, mm-hmm. teaching. Uh, she already teaches at our church, but someday she was a substitute teacher at a Christian school. She may go back, get her C, uh, get her little certificate. I forgot what it's called, mm-hmm. and be a teacher someday, mm-hmm. right? But not when we have my daughter who's 18 months that you guys just all met. Right. You know what I mean? And if you guys think that's misogynistic, you're a goober. And that's that's goofy. <laughs> All right. So, uh, guys, questions right now before we get out of here. Um, yeah, that's a thing. You know, that's a thing, right? Like, like women with the, with the cat. That's a, that's a thing. Okay. <laughs> what is it good? Is it okay to be sexy with God in prayer time? What? What are y'all talking about? No, I don't know. Wrong question. Yeah. <laughs> what about Sexy if a woman, this is a great question. What about if a woman, if the woman has a vision or dream, something innovative to offer the world, do men support the wife's dream also? All people should pursue purpose first, then a purpose partner. Oh, man. That's a good question. Okay. What do you guys think? Yeah, so so I think that, okay, so I think everybody knows what division is. Division. Die means two vision, mm-hmm. two visions, right? So when you have two visions in the house, you have die vision or division. So you have to make sure that you marry somebody who has the same vision for you as, as you, right? Um, or, so that way, when she has a dream, when she has a vision, when she has this idea, the ideal situation is that it fits within the bigger vision of what you all are trying to accomplish as a couple, as a Come family, on. right? But when you have two people, and that's why a lot of these celebrity relationships don't work because, like, one person is trying to be, like, a professional football player. Other person is trying to be, like, you know, an actress on, like, Come on. some reality TV show. Yep. They, they, the two don't meet, yes. right? And they're just going two ships passing the night. Like, my wife, she has a vision to be in ministry, she is in ministry. Mm-hmm. She teaches Bible study in our community. Like we're active in church. Mm-hmm. So that's her dream. That's her goal. That's her vision. But it fits within the vision of our family, yes. which is to do ministry together. Yes. And I say like um, when people say like God gives them visions, I mean, these, I mean, whatever vision you believe God's given you is going to correlate with 
your marriage. You know what I mean? In that kind of sense. Exactly. So if you're already married or something, you think God's giving you a vision to go, you know, start a whole new career or go cheat or something like that. It, it might not be God. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's definitely not God. The cheating and stuff is what I'm saying. But, but that's what I mean too. So I think that that's important is to know that God's vision for your marriage is already in the Bible. And that's, 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 that's so good. Your purpose <laughs> yeah. is already in the Bible, right? And I would, I would, I would, I would say just know that two two hyper vision hyper focused people together are like that may not work like if your wife was also trying to be a christian youtuber right uh, that might be a little complicated that might be a little tight now if your wife and you do a podcast together right and then she's uh, doing her own little po- that, like it's it's complementary of the vision right? right instead of like i'm going to go over here and do my own thing right well y- y- you then you need to find a partner that's okay with that. Then, right. then and you may have to be okay with a person that doesn't have a lot of vision, right? right? And so it's, there's there's a healthy tension there that I think I think we're kind of hitting hinting at. Um, thank you for the super chat. He says, uh, uh, Zach, can you put that on the screen? Or I guess we don't need yeah, to. Put it on the see, our Christian men intimidated by a woman heavily interested in theology or further along in her spiritual journey. Ooh, that's a good question. Yeah, are Christian men intimidated by a woman who is heavily interested in she breaking down the Greek and Hebrew? Mm. <laughs> she, she reads she reads her devotionals in Hebrew, and right? Greek. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> oh, I don't, th- I don't think so. I don't think so. I mean, yeah, I, 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 I don't think so. I was so. thinking that too. I don't think so, but I don't know. Mm. Maybe some guys are. That's I don't. I, I mean, I th- yeah. I don't know why you would be. I mean, it'd be it'd be. My wife, me and my wife never talk about theology. So the the <laughs> moments where she reads a Francis Chan book or something, I'm like, oh, oh, this is awesome, you know? So I'm going to tell you what's tripped out. Whenever I was single, I thought I wanted a woman like that. I thought, I've thought for so long, I was like, I'm a seminary guy. I'm in ministry. I need a woman who knows the Bible like backwards and forwards, like theology, because that makes a real Christian woman. Mm. Man, like I realized, like you said, we've been married seven years. Mm-hmm. I don't know how many times my wife and I have even had a desire i've ever had a desire to be like hey baby let's read this let's mm-hmm. read this uh you know john piper article or john mm-hmm. MacArthur commentary whatever it is mm-hmm. like i i've realized i need my wife for different things mm. if i want to have a deep theological conversation i can talk to john or yeah. you but like i need my wife to love me support me love god yeah. take care of our children and be a great mother and support like well, me, me and my wife actually do talk theology so. do you really <laughs> yeah so your wife yeah. isn't the theology yeah yeah, yeah. So there you go yeah so i mean she's not even as deep that. as me because of sure. what i do you yeah. know what i mean and yeah. All that. but yeah yeah yeah. We, yeah and i like it that's you know cool what I, mean? I just yeah. dunk on the weirdo deconstructionist de- that that's me oh, and yeah. i just like oh you see this girl she just got you know uh so that's <laughs> what i do with my wife no no disrespect to anybody uh Shout out to D for the super chat. I don't quite. I'm not following. That's what you don't need. What skills do you like? I, I don't, I'm not. Oh, sure I think about she's that. talking about um, with the, the going off the last question. Uh-huh. Um, saying that's what you don't need or something like that is like. So what do you like for a woman to have? What skills do you like? If you don't want her to have theology, a theological skill or something like that, uh-huh. what other skills do you like? I think that's what she's asking. <laughs> what other skills do I like? Yeah, this is gonna yeah. be personal. She's saying if you don't want a, a woman to have like. You know, theological uh-huh. skill. Uh-huh. What are some skills that you would like? I'm not saying we don't like her to have theological. I don't, don't, I don't think I said that. Yeah, we don't need. we're not intimidated by it. Yeah, I think that's that's how I understood a question. I could yeah. be wrong. Yeah. So. yeah, I I mean, I think women who are intelligent are just probably more interesting to be around. You want your wife oh, to yeah. like be educated <laughs> yeah, and have an original her. thought, right? Like, yeah, and, and you want her to have some discernment. And a lot of times, my wife has a ton of discernment and wisdom and. You know, can speak into things, and so I don't. You know, I don't. I'm not. 
Well, the yeah. higher a woman is on, on the IQ scale, the uh, less chances that she has of getting married or staying married. Yeah, I remember reading that or hearing that statistic on one of Michaela Peterson's podcasts. Yeah, yeah I can believe that. Yeah, Jordan Peterson talks a lot about yeah. that. And, it's in, in, yeah, 100%. Yeah. Okay, here's a good question. How should a woman with resources date without feeling like she's taking on the masculine provider caretaker role? Whoa. That's a great woman with question. resources. That's she, a, I mean, she paid. Oh, no. right, right, she right. paid. She's trying to say, yeah, resources. Wow, what Never a great question. Said like that. Yeah, I think I think what Alan said earlier is good advice. Is just not letting that define your womanhood. You right. know what I mean? So you, right. you have resources, you got money and all that, but don't get your your value from it, or don't get your like you know your mindset of like this is what makes me a, a uh, this is the value that I'm providing to this this man in that sense. Because to be, keep it a hundred, like. I don't think men really care that much about a woman who has a lot of money. Like, right. I mean, we're not looking at that kind of stuff. And women constantly think guys want the things that they want. You right. know what I mean? I always see it like on TV and stuff. Like, right. it's like men don't want that stuff. You know what I mean? Like, we want a woman who's just more like a woman. You know yeah. what I mean? We like to play that role. Like, a lot of, most of us men, I want to yeah. say, like to play the role to be able to be the provider. So it's like, don't lead with those things. You know what I mean? And just, you know, keep it real and be honest and, yeah. Yeah, I mean, let's be honest. Most men want most men want the same thing from most women, right? We want a woman who's going to listen to us cuz contrary to what women think, men do like to talk. We like to talk about our dreams, our goals, our visions. We like to talk about like things that we're into. And a lot of times we want a woman that will listen, will support those mm. things. We want a woman First who's going to gonna be able right. to take care of our kids. Mm. We want a woman who is going to I'm just going to go out and say it. We want a woman who's going to keep herself looking real nice. Come on, somebody. Come on, bro. Come we on, somebody. He said it. I said it. He said it. Hey. Send him the angry preach DMs. Preach <laughs> Woman who's concerned about how yeah. she yeah. looks. She's not letting herself go. You know, a woman who can, let me see if I can say it this way. A woman who can discern a man's physical needs. Yeah. That, that's so that's so misogynistic, can, can, Alan. Can Har. I say? Can I? Say, hey, I'm not saying men don't need to discern a woman's needs, <laughs> so don't so don't go there. I'm just saying what we want. Hey, uh, it took a, a woman. It took me an just... hour to get to the good parts. <laughs> this, I wish we could have just jumped into this. You it know, took but, an but, hour I mean, to get here. Like, um, I was thinking about First Peter three when you were talking to like a woman who has that that sweet spirit. Yes, yeah, you know spirit. what I mean. And so like, sweet spirit. Yeah, and then yeah, yeah. So. All right, here's a good, crazy question. It's not a crazy question. Zach, can you get that on the screen? If I stay home, cook, clean, homeschool, and do not handle the finances, but still spiritual leader and make decisions with my, with my wife's input, does that mean I have low T? <laughs> T testosterone. Okay, Kyle, I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a poke. Kyle, I'm a poke. Put the camera <laughs> no. on me. Put the camera on me. Go get your tes- testosterone tested. Go, t- go get your testosterone tested. You'd be shocked how many men are walking around here with low testosterone. And having your first kid, according to my buddy KB, so you could send KB an angry DM if this is wrong, uh, your, your testosterone drops by 30% after your first kid. Yeah. And so it takes a while to rework that. So, Kyle, I don't know if you do, but I, there's a lot of men walking around here with low testosterone, and then they're depressed and they're anxious, and they think it's a mental thing when it's literally a physiological thing. So I think if you're... If you're going through it, I would highly recommend you go get your testosterone tested in general, just like as a gauge, right? Now, uh, I don't know if that means you have low test T. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that men with high testosterone function different. That's all I'm saying. You can do with that what you will. You guys don't have to chime in on that if you don't want to. (laughs) 
Uh, I, okay, so here's another question for with a super chat. He said, um, I want my wife to stay at home, but my wife is like, nah, it's a vacation from home. Yeah. Am I wrong to feel some type of way about it? Ooh, that's a good that. question. It's a great it's question. A it's going to happen. Stuff like that's going to happen. You know what I mean? And so that's why I, I think there needs to be enough nuance in the conversation for that because that, that is a good question. Um, uh, this is it's, in my mind what what's going on here is just a, a miscommunication and we we have these in marriages mm. you guys are on different pages mm. you gotta try to find a way to get on the same page you know what i mean and something um that's what marriage is about compromise in a lot of different ways so that's my kind of first thought on it is there's a miscommunication problem here that i think needs to be addressed yeah and i'll also add to this and say like you know for, this is where i think we're a prayer and and you have to trust in the lord i know that sounds like a spiritual answer but like i married a woman who was extremely career oriented, like mm. just straight up, never saw herself as being, a, you know, a, a woman that wanted to stay home. My wife did, did not want to stay home. Mm -hmm. So you're talking about a woman who was growing up, going up in the corporate ladder very quickly, was making money and doing things like that. God changed her heart. That's what it is. God gave her a desire to say, you know what? I, my first priority as a woman and as a woman of God specifically is to care for my home to be the protector of my home, right? Or and, is it just the yeah. awoken, though, from her, though? You know what I mean? It's like if this kind of um, motherly instinct just kind of kicked in, you know what I mean? Rather than saying God changed her heart, maybe her heart's always been this way and it had to be uncovered. In it could have been sense. that, yeah. yeah. I just know, like, I mean, she realized quickly that, wow, I can't be the best employee for this company and be the best mother and be the best wife something was falling short and she realized wow i don't want those two things to fall short i don't want being a good wife to alan and being a good mother to my kids to fall short and she realized i can't do all three of these things great so which one's most important and god did that work in her you I didn't have that conversation her. with her i didn't i knew wow. when i married her she was not the stay-at-home mom type i wow. knew that okay. and i never pressured her to do that god, she came to that conclusion herself and said I think God is leading me. And notice how oh. I said it. She didn't say, I think I want to come home and leave my job. Uh -huh. She said, I feel that God is leading me, challenging me to step out on faith, quit my job, and come home and focus on the children. She said that. I never, ever, ever asked her to do that. Were you praying for that behind the scenes, though? Well, yes and no. Yes, only because I saw how extremely challenging it was for her mm. to work until 6 o'clock mm -hmm. and then, like— it got it created. I'll just say this, y'all. It created some tension in our home mm. because I was doing my YouTube. I was working hard, and it was like, okay, well, geez, how can I continue to do what I'm called to do when you're so focused on work mm. and you don't have enough time to like barely make dinner for the kids? You know, you, you you're picking them up from daycare like at six o'clock mm -hmm. when they're like the last kids at daycare <laughs> because you know you're working, yep. and then when you get them home. In the evenings, you don't have time to spend with them because you have three reports you have to get for your job the mm -hmm. next day that mm -hmm. you didn't get a chance to finish during the day. Mm -hmm. And then it fell back on me, and I'm doing all this stuff. And I'm like, Henny, I got to work. Yeah. Like, I'm the man of the home. I'm, I got to work. Mm -hmm. And it created tension. And when she realized that, it was like, I got to make some changes. Wow. That's heavy. Yeah. That's heavy. Yeah. I, think, I, think, I think that, in my opinion— that summarizes this entire discussion in terms of women and career and all that kind of stuff. Um, let's get the super chat up, Zach, and then we're going to wrap it up right here. Um, uh, 
how to handle the issue of combining finances. Give examples and reasons as much as you can. Okay, so the issue of combining finances, we learned this in, in, in early and in premarital counseling. Like, they were like, y'all got to combine your finances. And we were like, my wife was like, no, I'm going to have my money separate. And pastor was like, I'm not marrying you if you got a separate bank account. Right. You know? And so we learned that out the rip. In, in our situation now, um, we just basically have, a, we have our business account and we have our joint account. And then there's always, like, I always do my best to make sure, like, Here's an envelope of money. This is your money. You go do with that what you will. And I'm gonna. I want to keep doing that more for my wife, so that it's not like she wants to get me a present, but it's like with our money. And then, you know what I mean? Like, right. like. And so I think that I think is 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 for us. Like, I want to make sure that she does have money that's just her money that she completely is disposable. That's blow money. We learned that from Ramsey too. Like just having blow money. So that's kind of how we've done it. And and I'm and I'm gonna and I want to keep doing that. So I give her. You know what what's going on with the camera, Zach? No, it's, it's all good. Keep going. Yeah. So. <laughs> Um, I want to make sure that we keep 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 doing that because I think to me that's a that that's an important value to have, yeah. Um, to have that separation, if you will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's funny. Finances for us have never been an issue, and what I mean by that is not that we've always been balling. Because when I, we first got married, I was a high school math teacher. I'm just saying, like, which means I'm not saying anything against high school math teacher. I'm just saying, like, we weren't we weren't making you know we weren't bringing in a lot of money. But like for us, you know, we weren't really. Um, we weren't, we weren't, we never really argued about it, mm-hmm. you know, I think because, oh, and that's another thing, try to, try to marry somebody that you have similar values with regards to money, like, both my wife and I were somewhat frugal, mm-hmm. like, she wasn't trying to go get, like, 10 Gucci purses a month, <laughs> and I wasn't trying to buy, like, five new sets of golf clubs a month, like, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> neither one of us needed to have yeah. a brand new car, right. like, we right. both, like, came from humble means, humble yeah. backgrounds, and it's like, okay, you know, and, that, and for, as a result of that, we never really argued about that's why i tell single people if the more you can get somebody who you see things similar Mm -hmm. the less differences you got to work through whenever you get married yep yep uh let's hit these last two super chats and then alan gotta go zach um i'm not against marriage by the way however uh, wait is this the same one is this part two or part Mm -hmm. one part one one. not against marriage by the way however i will go back uh i'm focused I'm confused about the scriptures. If a man is unmarried, single, does that mean he has no purpose and is unable to complete all the purposes of God for his life? No, no I don't think that's what that not means. Not everybody so. needs to be married. Not Jesus, everybody. Jesus, Jesus this is what Paul talks about, yeah. too. Yeah. 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 And what is that, First Corinthians 7? Seven. Seven. Yeah. 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 So, no. No, you don't have to be married. But a lot of most men want to have kids. Most and women. if you're burning with passion, like oh, Paul and, says, yeah. you know what I mean? Then it's better to be married. Yeah. Yep. yep. Okay. Here's Is this the last one, Zach? Okay, uh, I am recently saved. My husband. Welcome grew to up, the family. Yeah, amen. I am recently saved. My husband and I grew up in the church. I am now craving a spiritual leader with some scripture to pray for him to lead in this way and mm. every other way in our life. He is phenomenal. Wow. wow. Oh, that's, yeah, a, that's, that's a good. great question. That's good. Um, I I would pray and then talk with them too. Like have the conversation with them. Let them know. Um, just not, try to do not in a condescending way to hurt his his feelings or something like that because it might cause him to put up unnecessary walls. You know, you want to persuade rather than punish. Um, but yeah, I mean, um, I think by him, uh, this goes back to First Peter three when he's talking about the wife too. But uh, or maybe it's not First Peter three. Maybe it's uh, might be First Corinthians seven. But um, with the man's, I mean, with um, the way that the woman is too, if she's um, living a godly life and honoring God and stuff, it could persuade him, mm. you know what I mean, to to want to get on the ball as well too. So 
Um, I think that's great, though, like um, that you guys are doing good in every other way, too. But it, I understand that's really kind of important. So um, hopefully he can get around other men, too, that, that have more kind of natural instincts when it comes to the leadership in that kind of way. Um, and they can help him out with it as well. So, Alan, any any thoughts on this? Well, yeah, I mean, actually, you just uh, covered it. The last part was oh. that. Well, first of all, I'd have to ask: Does he have a desire? Mm. Because if he if the man doesn't have a desire to be the spiritual leader of his home, it's going to be really difficult for you as a woman to try to convince him to be something that he's not fully convinced of, that he needs to do yet. So that's the first thing: Is he convinced? If mm. he's like, "Yeah, I want to," I just don't know where to start. Then that's a whole different conversation. Then you put him around people godly men who can really show him what that looks like and model that for him. So uh, we open this conversation. Please meet my last super chat. I didn't see his last super chat. Bug, forgive me, Bugney. I don't see. Zach, you see the last super chat from Bugney? I do uh, not I see. Okay. Yeah. Bring the full conversation full circle. Has have, have we, by not having more of these conversations about manhood, about marriage, about being single, about all these things, have, have and, and then take it to the global church, have we failed or have we fell short of engaging young men with regards to these topics that, you know, I think are very important? Yeah. I think a lot of, uh, from what I've seen, again, I didn't grow up in the church, so I haven't been, I've only been to a handful of churches in my life. But it seems that uh, churches tend to be kind of shy about talking about, like, uh, singleness and dating for fear of, you know, encouraging the, the men and lust and that sort of thing, too. And so that is a problem. I think that Christianity, like the the stuff that God tells us in the Bible not to do and to do, these things, when he says to do something, that's because it's good for us. Amen. You know what I mean? And there's Amen. a better outcome. So it's like letting them be aware of that better outcome. And then also also the thing, too, like premarital sex comes with a lot of drawbacks, psychologically, physically, health. I mean, there's all kinds of drawbacks. Come on. You know what I mean? And so, um, yeah, so making them aware of these things as well, you know what I mean, and, and letting them know God's word is for the good will help solve a lot of these problems as well the praxology of the gospel is good for you yes it's not just hell insurance yes it's actually benefits to living like god final word from you alan i know you got to go yeah no i just enjoyed this conversation and i definitely think that um there's a lot more that um the church could do but i'll just say this i don't think it's right for us to blame the church i think we need to understand that you know the church is made up of people right Mm -hmm. and so you know the question I would ask each one of us here as men is not necessarily has the church failed, but have I failed mm, as a man? Yeah. Yes. Have I failed as a man to take what I've known, my knowledge, my experiences, my understanding of the Word of God and the things that God has taught me, my failures and all that, have I failed to then take that and find one other man, Come on. one other young man in this world to pour into that man and say, you know what, hey, I may not be able to m- mentor 50 guys, but you know what? I'm going to get one guy a year that I'm going to pour myself into and make that my focus. And I think if more men thought that way, then it wouldn't just be like, well, the church isn't doing this, the church isn't doing that. It's like, well, what are you doing? Each one teach one, each one reach one. Amen. Amen. Guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us. Listen, Bug Bug Nee said he lost his grandma today, and I was wondering how I can cover my family during this time. Um, Brother, pray for him, encourage him, speak life, know that life is going to have struggle and trouble. And that's that's really all I got in terms of comforting your family. Yeah, more with those. It's okay to cry with them, you know, and and, and hurt with them. So, um, guys, thank you so much for hanging out, man. I appreciate you. We're going to have John on tomorrow. Uh, Stay tuned for the podcast launch. Make sure you subscribe to their channels. They're both pinned in this video. And I appreciate you guys hanging out with us, man. Thank you so much. We're out of here. Peace. Y'all out.